At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition. Hornets going to wrap up this homestand hosting John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll give you our game preview. Also talk about the latest injury news with the Hornets, and we want to talk about the Charlotte Hornets partnering with Food Lion to launch the 2023 Dunk Hunger Food Drive, a great initiative that we are happy to highlight once again here this 2023 portion of the season. Helping me on all these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, back with us again. Rob, uh, the team wrapping up this homestand here, it's been quite the the star-studded homestand for the fans that have been into the hive, and I think we've had sellouts the entire time. Uh, Game one against Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and the Oklahoma City Thunder, SGA, probably the, the biggest star most people don't talk about just considering uh, the team he plays for and how he's kind of just slid under the radar, but a, a very accomplished player for not having made an all-star team just yet in his NBA career. Then, of course, Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets came to town, hottest team in the NBA. What a show LeBron James put on at age 38 with the Lakers in town. And now John Morant leading one of the best teams in the NBA, the Memphis Grizzlies, into the hive. Not an easy set of games by any stretch, but for an entertainment factor, uh, they've been really entertaining games, and the Hornets get a shot now. They're only one of the season at home against John Morant in Memphis. It's been a show for the fans, certainly, and of course you wish it would be better outcomes for the Hornets for the majority of these games, but even when you fast forward a little bit, I know the Hornets go on a four-game 
five-game road trip, but when they come back to the Hive, they got two against Boston, and Jason Tatum's been putting up a very good case to be an MVP candidate this season as well. So the star-studded parade through the Queen City continues for some of these road teams, and hopefully it results in a couple of wins and the Hornets just playing better basketball overall. We said going into this homestand, we acknowledge it wasn't going to be easy because of the schedule, third game in four days when the team took on Oklahoma City, able to overcome that and a cross-country red-eye flight and still get the win. And then a couple of superstars, Kevin Durant for Brooklyn, LeBron James for the Lakers, and now a third one, John Morant for Memphis. So this was not going to be an easy set of games. Uh, we thought 3-1 and one would be really encouraging for the Hornets. 2-2 two and two really keeps them on a pace that keeps a lot of options open moving forward, acknowledging exactly what you brought up, that the road ahead for the Hornets over the next really month, it's not that pretty. There's a lot of potholes there that the Hornets could fall into with all of the travel, all the road games, and the stiff competition as well. So uh, this is an important one for the Hornets tonight. We will give you our game preview in just a moment. But first off, we want to talk about an injury update that we got yesterday concerning Hornets' sixth man, Kelly Oubre Jr. An additional evaluation confirmed a torn ligament in his left hand, a surgery required to address the injury and updates on the procedure and his rehabilitation status will be provided when it is appropriate. Uh, So this, suffice it to say, it's going to keep him out tonight and maybe for uh, some time into the future. We'll look for future updates. You should as well through the Hornets social media accounts. But Kelly Oubre, he's had a really really strong season by any six-man standards. And then for his own personal year, I mean, he's putting up career numbers in terms of the counting stats. 20.2 points per game, certainly the best that he has ever posted in a single season. The previous best was 18.7. That was as a starter playing more minutes per game with the Phoenix Suns back in the 1920 season. Rebounds, he's right there in the upper half of his career. He's done a lot of good things here for the Hornets. So this is a tough loss for the team, at least for the moment we'll see how much longer in the future it goes. Well, it's hard to replace a guy that's scoring 20 points as it is, and now you have to do it for a guy that was coming off the bench, and I know he started for the majority of the beginning of the season because of the injuries to Gordon Hayward and a couple of other guys, but when I was looking at this a couple days ago, I was thinking with all of this great performances that we've seen throughout the NBA the last couple of weeks. I mean, Donovan Mitchell dropping 71 points the other night. You have Luka Doncic having multiple 50-point games and that sort of thing. You always hear this race to the MVP trophy, the Michael Jordan trophy now, if you will. What does it mean for who is going to be the front runner for the MVP? And it got me thinking... Who is the Hornets MVP so far through this season? And for me, it was Kelly Oubre because he's done everything that Steve Clifford and his team has asked for him to do, and then some. I mean, you talk about a guy that we know he started a little bit last year, but he was mostly six-man, came off the bench a good bit, was asked to start this season to start the year just because of the injuries that piled up for the Hornets, did a sensational job keeping the team afloat, especially the first couple weeks of the season. 20 points per game is 20 points per game. I mean, that's you can't lie about that by any means of the imagination. So the fact that he was able to just keep this team consistent, he was consistent, which is something we haven't really seen from Kelly, especially last year that he had those big peaks and those deep valleys. He hasn't really had that this year. It was mostly consistent throughout the board career highs in a lot of categories as well so he's going to certainly be sorely missed but for me he was my MVP for this Hornets team for the first couple months of the season because he was able to do it all and again I think almost sometimes that his defense is a little bit more underrated than his offense and I think that's going to be missed a little bit more than his scoring output if you can believe that or not. Yeah he was averaging 1.6 steals per game generally speaking about a 60% increase it was one steal per game the year before 1.6 now in this season and certainly his minutes had gone up this year 
almost exclusively coming off the bench his first season in Charlotte. This time he had been primarily a starter due to all the injuries, but still his scoring and his steals increased by more than his minutes did. Uh, the area that certainly seemed to suffer, three-point percentage, that's because he was so much more of a focal point for the offense, I think. It became he was more of a focal point for the opposing defense as well. But his ability to finish at the rim, it, it skyrocketed for this guy. He just did a really, really good job of creating opportunities for himself. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Charlotte's going to have to play without him now for the foreseeable future. Head coach Steve Clifford, after practice yesterday, commented on what Kelly means to the team. Yeah, well, I mean, it's over 20 points a game, right? So, I mean, it's a lot of a lot of production. Uh, he's played really consistently. It's also like he steals the ball a lot. You know, I think he was first in the NBA in deflections, I believe, at the time he got hurt. So, yeah, I mean, look, he, he, he was, he's having a terrific year, so it's, uh, it's uh, not ideal. Not ideal in the slightest. Uh, it is an X-man-up mentality. You have to have it. Kelly Oubre, part of what made him so great was he was part of that next-man-up. He stepped in for LaMelo Ball and Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier, sometimes multiples of those guys in the same instance. Uh, now someone's going to have to fill the spot for him. Uh, there are certainly some options. Jalen McDaniels has become that first guy off the bench as of late. Uh, he's done a really good job scoring. He's also having a career year scoring in double figures for the first time as an NBA player. The return of Dennis Smith Jr. certainly helps things. There is a chance, hopefully in the not-too-distant future, that Cody Martin's able to return. Uh, He is doing more and more in practice, so that is a good sign. And then amongst the young guys, Bryce McGowan's on the two-way contract. He has certainly shown some flashes, the second-round pick, and I think there's room here for James Booknight to maybe get another look or another extended run out there. His talent is undeniable. 11th overall pick from 2021. Hasn't quite put it all together, but we have seen the flashes from James Booknight, including the last time the Hornets played Memphis. He had maybe his best game of the season for the Hornets. Book night was 7 of 10 from the floor, 5 assists, 4 rebounds, only 1 turnover in a game that Charlotte lost by 31. He was net even. He was 0 in terms of the plus minus. So certainly one of his personally better contests. Uh, maybe the door opens up for him to get another shot inside of the Hornets rotation. But that's going to be the big question here for this one. Charlotte has somewhat stabilized the starting lineup. We're still waiting for more clarification on Gordon Hayward. Seems to be with the hamstring on the day-to-day variety, certainly more so than Kelly Oubre is right now. But for that rotation coming off the bench, someone has got to be that extra scorer. And last season, it was kind of a P.J. Washington Kelly Oubre combination. This season, it's been mostly Jalen McDaniels or Kelly Oubre when they can come off the bench. All the injuries limited them from doing so. Now injuries have hit the team again. Who will step up and step in? That'll be the big question. We'll see if we can give an answer to that one later on during our game preview segment. But coming up, we want to take a moment here and highlight a great partnership between the Charlotte Hornets and Food Lion. They have launched the 2023 Dunk Hunger Food Drive, benefiting Second Harvest Food Bank of Metrolina. A whole lot of dunks are hopefully on the horizon here for the Hornets over the month of January, and that would be important for a variety of reasons. We'll tell you why. When we return, we're going to have Cricket Goforth, Food Lions Director of Operations for Charlotte East, joining us after this quick break here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Welcome back here to the Hornets Hivecast. Sam Farber here with you on the HHC, brought to you by Santa Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. We'll get back to our game day edition of the HHC, previewing tonight's matchup momentarily. But right now we want to talk about a special initiative that the Charlotte Hornets have partnered with their official hunger relief partner, Food Lion Feeds, for here in the month of January. It is the Hornets Dunk Hunger Initiative, and to help talk about it with us, we have Cricket Goforth, Food Lions Director of Operations for Charlotte East. Cricket, thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This drive is to benefit Second Harvest Food Bank of Metrolina, and there's the potential for a big donation to go out to Second Harvest Food Bank of Metrolina. Tell us a little bit about the uh, mechanism to initiate the donation here from Food Lion Feeds. 
Absolutely. So it's really, really exciting for us. Every dunk made in January equals a thousand meals that will be donated to our partner at Second Harvest Food Bank of Metrolina. So it's exciting. We get to watch our favorite players. We get to cheer them on. We get to cheer for every single dunk and know that when that happens, another thousand uh, meals goes into the bank for those in need in our communities and neighborhoods. And it's such a generous donation. That's for home games and road games. So every single dunk over the entire month of January, each one represents two points for the Hornets, but most importantly, a thousand meals going out to our local community. And it's needed now more than ever. According to Feeding America, North Carolina has the ninth highest food insecurity rate in the country. Nearly one in eight people, one in six children are dealing with hunger right now here in our home state. Absolutely. And we know that food insecurity touches everyone. I know that we all probably know someone that is either facing currently or has faced food insecurities in the past. And so this is something very meaningful and near and dear to Food Lion and something that we take a lot of pride in every single day. You know, we believe that no one should have to choose between dinner and rent or gas and groceries. And that's why we are so passionate. But we're also so fortunate that we're able to partner with the Hornet to be able to provide these meals for our neighbors and to support our communities throughout Charlotte and North Carolina and all of our areas that we operate in. And it's really our privilege to partner with you as well. Food Lion, of course, is much more than just a Charlotte or a North Carolina brand. It's got a much larger reach. But this is specifically here to target our local community with Second Harvest Food Bank of Metrolina. They distribute 75 million pounds of food throughout its 24-county service region, and the hope is uh, there will be dozens, hopefully well over 100 dunks. There were 100 last year, so if that is equal this time around, we're talking 100,000 meals donated to Second Harvest Food Bank of Metrolina. Absolutely, and that translates into such a comfort and such a, a lifeline and resource in our communities, and we're excited to be able to partner and to be a part of that. Fans are, of course, encouraged to support the initiative by attending games in the month of January, cheering on the Hornets and helping those players as they strive to record as many dunks as possible. Cricket go for a food line direct of Operations for Charlotte East, our guest today here on the HHC. It's a, it's a great cause, and a lot of us, I think when we're thinking of the season of giving, we think of the holidays that just came and went, but this demand for food, it goes all year round from those who are in need. There's no time of the year that there isn't a need, and so this really helps to kickstart the year for us. And as we continue to look for ways in partnering with the Hornets and partnering with Second Harvest Food Bank to continue to support year-round. So this is a fantastic way to start it. It's a great way to kick off the new year, and we're excited for the partnership and what we're able to do for the community. Well, it is our pleasure to work with you. Thank you so much for the donation. I'm going to be looking forward to a lot of dunk calls over the month of January, and uh, hopefully we can exceed the 100 or so dunks that were are recorded last January as a part of the 2023 Dunk Hunger Food Drive to benefit Second Harvest Food Bank of Metrolina. Cricket Goforth, Food Lions Director of Operations, Charlotte East, thank you so much for joining us today here on the Hornets Ivecast. Absolutely. Thank you so much, and go Hornets. Absolutely. Thank you again, Cricket Goforth, Food Lion Director of Operations, Charlotte East. Thanks to our fantastic partners at Food Lion, and uh, of course, our thanks to the folks at Second Harvest Food Bank of Metrolina for all their great work here in the month of January and all throughout the year. Coming up next, it is game preview time here on Game Day Edition of the HHC. Back with that after this quick break here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Our thanks again to Cricket Goforth, Food Lions Director of Operations for Charlotte East, for joining us and to our great partners at both Food Lion as well as Second Harvest Food Bank of Metrolina for coming together on the 2023 Dunk Hunger Food Drive. Again, for every dunk the Hornets are able to record in the month of January, Food Lion's going to donate a 1,000 meals. That's for both home and away games. Wishing a lot of dunks to be in the near-term future for all of our Charlotte Hornets. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on another edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets taking on the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. Memphis right around the top of the Western Conference at 23-13. and 13. Charlotte, of course, about seven games still out of a top-10 position. It's not insurmountable with 44 games left, including tonight. With all the road games ahead, every win is vital right now for the Hornets. The other thing I'd like to keep people in mind of, Rob, we, we talked about it last podcast, actually. Boston Celtics, who made that run all the way to the finals, they had to go on a 33-10 and run in their last 43 games to eventually give themselves high enough of a seed to realistically have a shot to make that run. Prior to that, they were a below 500 team. They had a huge turnaround. If the Hornets can have an equivalent one, they can certainly make a run at the playoff goal that they started the season with before 
all those injuries started to occur. So Charlotte uh, could definitely use a W tonight. John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies are in town. Memphis beat the Hornets 130-99 almost two months ago now in Memphis. Very different tale for that one, of course. Charlotte did not have LaMelo Ball, did not have Terry Rozier, did not have Gordon Hayward available for that one. Uh, It was a skeleton crew compared to the group that will be out there tonight. And so might as well be best to just throw that result away. Memphis is a very good team and the Hornets certainly haven't been playing that much better. But in terms of personnel, uh, they are night and day from where they were in that first head-to-head meeting. Yeah, we haven't really, as of the recording of this podcast, we haven't gotten any news on the injury updates on one side or the other. Obviously, you know about Kelly, but Gordon is in that day-to-day holding pattern. So hopefully he's able to go tonight. If not, obviously, then it's going to change things. But there is an opportunity here for the Hornets to right the ship based off that game that they played in Memphis just because of all those guys that they were missing. So it's almost like a different entire roster, different entire team that might suit up for Charlotte tonight, barring any setbacks that we hear about Gordon Hayward or anybody else. Game preview time. We need players to watch as well as a statistic to watch. Where do you want to start? Let's go with opposing player to watch, and the obvious pick here is John Moran, but John's going to get his. So I'm not going to pick him as my player to watch because he's just been so consistent throughout his entire career. You go back to that game against the Hornets, he didn't play a ton. He only played 25 minutes. He was a plus 40 out there, and he was just doing everything that he wanted to at will, basically, because of who was on that team for Charlotte at the time. But for me, my player to watch is Steven Adams because he's another guy that was able to basically score at will against Charlotte. The first time around, you look at his stat line, he finishes with 13 points, 19 rebounds. 11 of those came on the offensive glass, four assists. He had two steals and two blocks as well. He's a plus 31. He only played not even 22 minutes in that game. So he was able to do basically anything at will. He's had a lot of games recently where he was really impactful on the offensive glass once again. That was something that we saw in those previous games that the Grizzlies have played in. Going back to that one that they had against Sacramento the other day, he played really, really well in that one as well. So Steven Adams is my player to watch just because he's just so dominant on the offensive glass, and that's something that the Hornets need to limit, obviously. And the guy that did play in that game the first time around between the Hornets and the Grizzlies was Mason Plumley. And Mason didn't play terrible, but everybody else around him just was not at full strength, obviously, when you're playing a lot of those bench guys, a lot of those reserve guys. Mason didn't have a whole lot of help out there. He's a guy that's been playing really, really well as of late, so I'm looking at hopefully maybe that matchup in there, but I'll get to my Hornets player to watch here in a few moments, but Steven Adams for the most part is my player to watch last night. I know I covered a lot of ground there. No, he's a good pick. He uh, he was a monster in that game and uh, the only starter that was really healthy at that stage of the season for Charlotte uh, were the bigs. Mason Plumley and P.J. Washington were able to go and uh, still were not able to tamp down Steve even Adams, you can make an argument that, hey, you know, Plumlee's got other responsibilities and, you know, someone else needs to come in and help out. But uh, nonetheless, the opposing center went for 13 points and 19 rebounds in 22 minutes. That's very impressive. But I don't want to undersell the impact John Moran had on that game. Now, he didn't score as much personally. He went for uh, some huge dunks. Uh, he was trying to jump over everybody to try and make uh, Sports Center top 10, it seemed, in that contest. Was not as efficient from the floor going 4 for 12. But the difference I have seen in John Morant this season is that he has become a much better and maybe slightly more willing passer than he has been in the past. He's having a career year in terms of assists, sitting at eight per game. It's among the league leaders right now in the NBA, still scoring at that 27-point-per-game slot that he had last season when he finally achieved all-star status. So you know he has continued to raise the bar in terms of his offensive game, but where I think he's really taken that next step is sharing the basketball, and it does have an impact. So even though he didn't score, 
score up to his normal levels in the win over the Hornets. They quite frankly didn't need him to, but 12 points on 4 of 12 shooting. That wasn't you know, main focal point. The focal point for me was he had 11 assists. He was distributing the basketball. And over the course of this season, when he hits 10 assists or more, the Memphis Grizzlies are almost unbeatable. They're 10 and 1, the lone loss coming on the road at Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets. So outside of that team, that player, that result, he and the Memphis Grizzlies have been unbeatable when he reaches double-figure assists. So as much as he's a scoring threat and can certainly dictate the game that way, if he is involving his teammates and hitting them in the right places to knock down shots, that makes Memphis that much more dangerous. That's why John Morant is my Grizzlies player to watch. Where do you want to go next? So let's go ahead and go to Hornets player to watch. And the guy that I'm going to take a look at here is Jalen McDaniels because Jalen is one of those guys that I thought he played tremendous the other night against the Lakers. He played with that fire, especially in the second half where he just looked like he was, I don't want to say possessed, but he was just angry out there. And sometimes you need a little anger out there on the floor to propel the rest of the team moving forward. And another reason why he's my player to watch is because something that Steve Clifford mentioned yesterday when I talked to him at practice about who could replace the production of Kelly Oubre and Gordon Hayward. And he said it's a guy like Jalen McDaniels. Because he's been playing both spots anyway. You know, he's been playing both the three and the four, and he's done a good job in both of them. So, I mean, he's, oh, for sure, yeah. He's been playing big minutes anyway, but, uh, you know, he's he's hey, he's doing, no matter who he plays, he guarded LeBron last night, he did a good job. He's, he's really made good progress. And the fact that he's just been so flexible and so versatile, that's something that we, I think, maybe goes under the radar with this team, is there's a lot of guys on this Hornets roster that can play multiple positions. I don't know if you can say that for any other teams out there, or at least the amount of players that can play multiple positions on other teams. I mean, you got a guy like Terry Rozier that can run the point if he has to, also slots in at a shooting guard, Dennis Smith Jr., another guy. Kelly Oubre, of course, can slot between the two and three when he's healthy. Jalen McDaniels between those spots as well, so... I think the fact that Jalen is a guy that's kind of that swing man a little bit, that he's he's going to be a guy that's going to be leaned upon heavily here, depending on what happens with Gordon Hayward moving forward, and of course the absence of Kelly Oubre. So Jalen McDaniels might get to start tonight. We don't know that for sure yet, but I think there's a good chance that he is, and he's going to be my player to watch to see how impactful he can be. It is certainly a possibility. I like the pick. He's played really, really well this season coming off the bench, so I'm looking forward to seeing more from Jalen McDaniels. My pick, though, is going to be Terry Rozier. Terry knows his scoring average back over 20 points per game with his most recent run, 27 points against the Lakers, but the most important thing for me, he caught fire late. He knocked down three threes in the fourth quarter, and he had gone through a stretch of four and three quarters games where he just was not shooting the back basketball very well. One for seven from three at Portland. One for six at Golden State. 0 for five versus Oklahoma City. And then one for four versus Brooklyn. Uh, Quite frankly, he was 0 for three, 0 for two, whatever it was going into the fourth quarter of the game the other day against the Lakers again. But he did find something in that fourth quarter. I think that's just so vital for this team. For them to hit the highs they need to, especially with some questions about whether or not Gordon Hayward's going to be able to go since he's kind of in that day-to-day mode right now. I think Terry Rozier becomes that much more important and you just need him to have all of his tools available to him he is now surpassed marvin williams for third in franchise history in career total made threes i don't think he's getting to two this season he's chasing down del curry and he's got several hundred to go to get there but it's something that if he you know completes his contract with the hornets he's going to have a shot out no doubt about it and he's just such a, a dynamic scorer and such a good running mate to Lamelo ball you want to see them both playing good basketball simultaneously and 
see what that can bring about. I think for Memphis, when you look at a tandem like Dylan Brooks and John Morant or Desmond Bain and John Morant or really just about anyone in John Morant, they show what can be possible when you have that kind of dynamic duo. I think the Hornets have a making of one. They just haven't had the two of them healthy very much this year. Now they're both healthy. Now hopefully they're both out of whatever funks they were in uh, in terms of Terry Rozier, at least with that shooting funk. Now with that fourth quarter, I think that will hopefully bust him out and I'm looking for a big performance from him here tonight. Last but not least, we need a statistic to watch. I don't know if this is a statistic to watch per se. I will get clarification from you before I move forward, but looking at runs, is that a statistic or is that something that's very too broad? Is that fall under the points category that you don't like to take a look at? Let's see where you're going with this. So, I mean, obviously, basketball is a game of runs. Yes. You know, teams are going to have runs back and forth, but the Hornets just allow too many of those runs. So, I mean, you take a look at the game against the Lakers. 14-3 to run L.A. run to start the first quarter, the first couple minutes of the first quarter. To start the second quarter, Lakers go on a 14-0 to run. Started a third quarter. Charlotte allows an 11-5 to run. They counter with a 12-4 to later in the quarter. When you take a look at this game back in November against the Memphis Grizzlies, there was a 26-9 to run there in the first quarter. Second quarter, there was a 16-4 to run in there as well. So basically what I'm saying is if you eliminate or at least minimize the damage on two of those runs against the Lakers the other night when the team was down 18 going into the fourth quarter, they lose by six, then it's a different ball game. So, I mean, you know, just trying to value every possession, especially on the offensive side of the ball, limiting those turnovers, just not allowing those big runs. Just don't get into a hole early. And I know this is very cliche, I guess. It's very basic, like, oh, the team that scores more points is going to win the game. Well, obviously they are. But at the end of the day, they just cannot allow these massive runs to pile up. And if it's a massive run in the first quarter and a massive run in the second quarter, like the Grizzlies put up the first time at the beginning of November, then that's ball game right there. That's curtains in the first half. This team does a great job digging themselves out of holes. Obviously, Monday was a great example of that against the Lakers when they were down 18 going into the final frame and able to get it within striking distance multiple times, but you just cannot allow those big runs, especially in the first half. So that is my stat to watch, I guess, more or less. All right, so minimizing the runs for Memphis or perhaps maximizing the runs for Charlotte and uh, making them more frequent. I'll, I'll take that, I guess, as a stat to watch for this one here tonight. My stat for Hornets versus Memphis is going to be fast break points. This is something that we really looked hard at in the Lakers matchup. First time Charlotte played L.A. in Los Angeles, even though the difference between the two teams in total number of turnovers was one, the difference in points off turnovers was a huge bonus to the Charlotte. They were plus 21 in the win, and they were a minus in the loss, even though the turnover disparity was exactly the same from one game to the other. And that speaks to a larger issue going on here. It's something that you talked with head coach Steve Clifford about after yesterday's practice, and that is shot selection. Sometimes the Hornets will get these fast breaks, and rather than trying to finish with a dunk or a lay-in or an open three, they're taking a contested jumper somewhere along the way or a contested lay-in, and it ends up being an empty position. But not just that. When you have a run out and it's two-on-one and you miss it and the other team gets the board, now they've got the advantage going back the other way, and that's created some imbalance and some mismatches against the Hornets. One statistic that I think really puts this into perspective, since the mellow ball has come back, it's been 11 games now, and Charlotte is the number one team in the NBA in terms of pace. Simultaneously, in that same stretch, they're the number 12 team in terms of fast break points. So not every fast-paced team's possession is going to be of the fast break variety, but more of them you would think are going to be because you're playing it at such high a clip. You're going to have more shots that just kind of run in that direction. And so the, the fact that Charlotte's fast break points 
aren't really lining up in that span with the pace of play. I think that speaks to shot quality in some regards, and it also just speaks to the Hornets not finishing well enough in these opportunities. They're so good at creating those mismatches, those power play opportunities, if you will, where you've got the odd man rush, and it's just about identifying a good shot, taking it, getting back on defense. But Charlotte really needs to capitalize on those against Memphis because the Grizzlies are right up there in that same 11-game span. Memphis is the number three team in the NBA in terms of pace. And then when you look at fast break points in that same span, Memphis is also third in fast break points where Charlotte has that drop off to 12. So getting those numbers to line up a little bit more one-to-one fast break points combining with pace, I think it's going to help the Hornets sort some of their offensive woes out as they continue to ramp up the speed with LaMelo Ball the controls of the Charlotte Hornets offense. It all makes sense to me. And one more thing about the runs more or less that I was talking about earlier. When you take a look at the, I don't want to call it the turning point of that Lakers game the other night, but there was a chance where the Hornets had it within single digits going into the locker room at the end of the second quarter and they were able to get the ball back with about 41 seconds left, I think it was, off the top of my head, and they had a chance to go two for one, and they went two for none three times over because then the Lakers rattled off six straight points at the end of the second quarter, and of course there was a little bit of a lack of focus there at the end where it was a lazy inbounds and the Lakers were able to get those extra two points, but at the end of the day, you go from a, I think it was a nine-point deficit down to a 15-point deficit at halftime, that's night and day right there, so I mean, just again, it goes back to limiting the damage on those runs and just making it a minimal impact at the end of the day. So I think that paired with the shot selection is a recipe for success. And I know it's a lot easier said than done because the Lakers played some pretty good defense the other night, but I'm not saying that it's impossible against the Memphis team because the Grizzlies play some pretty good defense. They got a really good shot blocker like Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson, of course. So we'll see what happens tonight. But at the end of the day, those are some of the keys. They are a good defensive team, but strangely, if they're not a particularly strong all the way around offensive team in terms of efficiency, they're bottom third in field goal percentage, three-point percentage. They're dead last in the NBA in free-throw percentage. So part of the way that they score a lot is by turning you over with their defense, getting extra possessions into the game through pace of play, and then being able to execute in those winning moments. But they try and speed everything up. So if Charlotte can speed things up and stay efficient, I like their chances in this game at home against Memphis Regardless, it's going to be an entirely different game than the first time these two teams met where Charlotte just didn't have any of their big-time players. Uh, Tonight, LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier at the very least, scheduled to be out there. We'll hope for good news when it comes to Gordon Hayward, who's more on the day-to-day status. And, of course, we're wishing all the best to Kelly Oubre for a speedy recovery from the hand surgery. That's going to do it for this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Thanks to Rob Longo for a great job, as always. Tomorrow we will have our post-game wrap-up edition of the HHC, taking you through all of tonight's contest between the Hornets and the Grizzlies. Till next time, for Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We will talk to you tomorrow right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.